Welcome to the Million Dollar Listening Podcast. In this show, we aim to help people grow in all areas of life with the focus of getting to the next level. I'm your host, Mari Wines, realtor, marketing guru, real estate coach, and co-owner of E3 Realty. All right, Mr. Primal Primitive Fitness Enthusiast, welcome to E3. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for being here. We're super excited you're here. I know I just called him that crazy primal primitive fitness enthusiast name, and you guys might only be able to hear our voices, but whenever my fiance sees Angel, he compliments him on his quads because he has very nice quads. He's very athletic, and I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about his background and his fitness background, really, because it's pretty extensive. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for the solid introduction. Honestly, I'm <laughs> blushing. You guys probably can't tell right now because you guys are just hearing my voice. Or you can't even tell because of my complexion. But to get back to uh, working out fitness, um, definitely legs is a big facet in my uh, training. The reason why is because the legs is where the strength comes from, especially with the core. Um, the reason primal primitive because I use all facets of training, from strength training, free weights, calisthenics, plyometrics, kettlebell workouts, mace workouts. I incorporate yoga and hard time with stretching, um, especially with uh, – Free weight movements, it kind of locks up the body. It's like reverse engineering the body. I want to create it free. So I want to um, move my body in all facets. I don't want to be locked to just one thing. I want to have full control of my body, full control over my mind. And also, I feel like we're the best movers of all the animals. So I like to incorporate that. So just be loose and free with it. Okay, I'm definitely going to need some tips on being free because like, I'm not good at that at all. But um you said the word mace, and I know all the other exercises you mentioned, but that is new to me. So tell me what it is. Yeah, the mace workouts, I started incorporating that uh, about a few years ago. I got introduced from a trainer out there in Sacramento. He actually owns a, a gym, PTO Pilates, and he actually gifted me a mace. A mace is more like a Viking weapon in a way. It's straight up stick with a uh, pole with a metal cylinder ball on the top. It's all attached. And when you're moving it, it's almost like if you're – Again, back in the Viking days, and you're just swinging a big old metal rod. And it opens up, allows you to create free movements, and it's just solid core work because you have to control that mace at the end of the weight. It's not close into you. It's further away. So it's harder to uh, control, and it helps you with, like, strengthen up the core. That sounds so intense. I want to try that too. I mean, who wouldn't want to swing around Viking weapons? Right. (laughs) It's super fun. So other than the kind of fitnesses that you practice, um, what, tell us a little bit about your background in fitness and how you've, you know, what you've been doing with that for the past however many years. Background in fitness, I've always been into fitness. Um, I remember being young, being like 13 and just really, how do I say this, just really fascinated with movements and, mo- and uh, movies. So I used to watch like a lot of Rocky movies, a lot of like breakdancing movies, and I just see people moving their bodies. I was like, oh, I want to do that. And then I would always look at myself in the mirror and just always trying to flex. And I was only 13, <laughs> so there's like no muscle. Um, and then my uncle actually got me started into weight training. He got introduced me into wrestling, introduced me into jujitsu, MMA, and it started going from there. I started doing a lot of free weight work, um, again, incorporating yoga, stretching for the best that I could at the time. I was only 13. And then I started training. Um, 16, I really started committing into MMA and jujitsu. Uh, cage fighting at the time and then 
about 18, took a couple competitions up and down the coast of California, and then started fighting for a while, stepped away from that, but I'd always uh, kept with training and lifting. That's awesome. Yeah. And then fast forward to recent years, you've been training people in different ways, right? Right. So I actually started working out a few gyms. That started in Woodland. I was a personal trainer there. I got my certificates. I was on my way in community college getting my degree in kinesiology. That was a full story of community college. A lot of work there. Um, so as the time I was going to school, I was training and helping people from boxing, strength training, um, open mobility work. And I was trying to, I was actually, without knowing it, I was helping and changing a lot of lives, even at a young age. And it was very motivating and I, and I wanted to stick with it. Yeah, well, that's definitely going to translate well as you transition your career into real estate because that's what you do every day is change people's lives and it feels amazing. Right. Um, definitely bringing that fitness realm into things, which is, like you said, changing lives, making them better, healthier, helping them and showing them, guiding them away, and giving them information that they don't know. Because sometimes you just see a bunch of videos and a lot of background stories, but you don't really get the details. And for me to be that person for them helps out a lot. And I would definitely bring in that. Uh, I'm definitely going to try to bring that um, mindset into real estate. Yeah, no, definitely. There's so much information out there, like on any topic in the world. But you people will read so many books or listen to so many podcasts or try all these things. But to actually have an expert who can guide you that people can trust, it's, that's an amazing resource for people to have. So I'm really excited that you are bringing that over. Absolutely. I'm super excited. Again, I'm, I'm still new, learning everything. So I'm in the process of beginning my real estate journey. So I'm definitely reaching out to people, finding mentors such as yourself to help me guide, and guide me in the right direction. So when it's time for me to offer information, I can give my best um, to the individuals that need help. Yeah. So other than fitness, do you want to talk a little bit about your background at all or any other hobbies you have or just really who, who are you? Who am I? Um, that's a great I'm still trying to figure out to this day who I am. <laughs> that's definitely That's normal. Yeah. And it changes all the time too. But that's what maybe just about where you come from or come other from, hobbies, yeah. I guess. Yeah, no, that was a loaded question. Sorry about no, that. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> um, so growing up, it was always a small town rural area. So I grew up in Woodland on the countryside. And then my dad actually purchased a house up in Cape Bay Valley. And I moved up there when I was probably 12 years old. And that was up in Cape Bay close to Cash Creek Casino. And again, we moved up there, up in the mountains, secluded, isolated, and it was really small town. I mean, a graduating high school class of 80 people, 80 kids, and there wasn't a lot going on. So during that time, like, yeah, I had friends growing up, but it was a lot of time in the gym working out because I had a full gym set up in my garage that I was actually gifted from my uncle. Nice. So he helped out. He was been a big part of my life. And um, so, from going to school, I actually have five, four siblings, four siblings, yeah. So older brother, oldest sister, they're twins, uh, two younger brothers, and I'm definitely the one that's trying to lead and show uh, my younger siblings more that what the possibilities are to constantly keep pushing yourself and opportunities are happening and opening up from going to school, graduating community college, transferring over to Sac State, doing real estate, just constantly pushing myself out of my comfort zone um, so I can help my younger brothers as well. And, um, Trent, yeah. Yeah, so you and I have something in common. We both have three degrees. Right. Um, mine is 
international business, marketing, and entrepreneurship, which obviously reflects, but what are your three? Because I can't remember exactly what they were, but I know that it took you a lot of work to accomplish all three A lot degrees. of work. Like Eric Thomas said, he took him eight years to get a four-year degree. So it took me about eight <laughs> years, 10 years to get a four-year degree, but we got it done. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you're yeah. selling yourself short because you did get the four-year degree in just four years. You were just doing other things I was doing first, other things, right? yeah. So, um, doing, um, so graduating high school, I wanted to go to college. I knew like, I just needed to do something. I needed to go in a direction. There was no direction I was lost. So I was like, I just need to stick to something. So I got into Woodland Community College where I was going to get my degree in kinesio, um, actually at the time was criminal justice. So I was going to become a criminal justice major. And then I started getting more interested in, again, personal training, calisthenics, working out, controlling the body, helping other, uh, others. So then I transferred my major to kinesiology, which took me a little bit longer because I had finished all the classes for community college for criminal justice. So then I had to restart. Yeah. And then I started kinesiology. Well, then I got a AA in criminal justice, transferred with AA with health and with math and science. Got it. Took both of those AA degrees, transferred to Sac State, where I continued my journey for then kinesiology, which was a concentration in exercise science emphasis in clinical rehabilitation and therapy. And that's been a whole journey and that's been super fun. How was it going from a town where that was so small with only 80 kids in your high school to, was your community college big? Which one did you go to? I went to Woodland Community College. Got it, okay. Which was actually super small. It was almost like an extended high school in a way. Got it. But a lot of kids were still staying focused and still working because at that point you're on your own. You're just, this is you. This is what you're going to do. There's no more just hanging out anymore. Yeah. So then maybe I should ask when you got to Sac State, because right. that's a huge campus. I went to Sac State also, so we have that in common yeah, too. Fingers up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but was that like a reality? Well, how was that for you? That was a full reality check because going from community college, like it's super small and extended almost like high school, but then transferring to Sac State was a bigger campus, more students, and it's an actual university. And um, there's just so much going on from clubs, fraternities, sororities, sports, um, and just getting lost in the campus because it was so big coming from a small town 80 students to a full-on campus, it was overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. So all that time in school, and now you're entering this industry of real estate, which is a career that doesn't require a degree, which is funny because we're both here after spending time in school. What right. made you want to make the switch to real estate? Or actually, you're probably not going to switch. You're probably going to keep up on all the fitness things. But right. what made you want to enter the real estate industry? Yeah, just that. go back on that. Yeah, definitely going to stay with fitness. It's a big part of my life. I feel like that's... Um, my person, that's who I am. And switching to real estate, um, sorry, I kind of lost myself in that question. What was the question again? <laughs> what made you want to get into real estate? What made me want to get into real estate? I know, you're still thinking about fitness. I'm still thinking about it. I'm so incorporated with fitness. It's on your brain. It's on my brain 24-7. What made me switch over to real estate was I wanted to be able to help, again, like my younger brothers because I know they're growing up and they're going to be looking for the first-time home buyers, especially my mom as well. I wanted to be that person that can help them and show them and giving them somebody that they can trust because I know it's a hard time and a hard thing to trust somebody you don't even know. They mm -hmm. just reach out to you and you're giving them really important information, secret stuff, and you just want to make sure you're doing it right. So I want to be that person for my family specifically and friends. 
And um, I have a couple friends that are actually in real estate as well. They're more commercial real estate agents. And I saw what they were doing. It's, it's fun. You're meeting people constantly. Uh, you're networking. And you're just expanding so much, far more than I could think of. Yeah, and you obviously like meeting new people because I'm sure you train people all the time that you don't even know. Right. Constantly meeting people 24-7, different uh, personalities, different individuals. It's really fun because then you can see, like, it's not just one person fits all. It's you got to gotta understand how to work with every single individual, which is very hard. Yeah, and I'm sure that helping your family invest their money would right. be huge for them. Right. I don't know if that's something that they, if you didn't get into this industry that they, your siblings would end up doing, but I feel like you're going to guide them to a better financial future right. having this under your belt. Absolutely. Um, this is something that's not typically taught, and I want to just gather all that information and, yeah, just helping my younger siblings and guiding them in the right direction, show them that what is possible, this is what I'm doing if you want to see this through, or, hey, I have the information Take it as you wish and just give them, give them yeah. what they need. And then I am so happy to have you here, but why did you choose E3? Uh, to choose E3, that was an easy decision. I love you guys' community that you guys built here. It's definitely comfortable. It feels like a home. It's an extended home from home. And I wanted to be surrounded with individuals that were super positive, highly motivated, and just there for others. And I love how you guys have your programs set up. You guys are always investing back into the company, and you guys are actually taking care of your clients and really being personable and creating that connection. And it's rare to see, and I just wanted to be a part of that. Good. Well, yeah, we're so excited to see how you blend into our family. We definitely are very family-oriented around here, and we all that's what I love about here, too, is you can't walk into that room. Sorry, we're not in the main room, but you can't walk in the main office and not see someone helping somebody else. And so I right. witness that every day. And I'm just so thankful that those are the kind of people that I'm surrounded with. So that's a good reason. Yeah, absolutely. And you guys also um, allow individual individualism. So you allow people to be themselves. You're not trying to change anybody. You're letting them express themselves how they are. And I feel like that's really important because then you can tap into other um, avenues, other people that typically wouldn't be interested, but since you have such a variety of people working and connecting that you can reach out to a variety of people, not just single um, isolated group. Yeah. Like you're tapping into everything and creating that individualism and allowing people to express themselves is huge. Oh, yeah. That's something we definitely value here is authenticity, authenticity and yeah. individuality. So we want everyone to be their authentic selves. And the, a reason is too, is because if you're, well, first of all, on my selfish personal reasons is that I hate surface level conversations. I don't want to sit and talk to somebody about like, how was your day? What did you eat for breakfast? Like, right. how's the weather? I'm like, give me the real shit. And that's what I love about you too. Um, right. But that's why I love, I want to encourage people to do that because if you are your authentic self in real estate, you're attracting your clients to you and you're attracting like-minded people who you're going to enjoy working with. It's so much different than sitting behind a computer making cold calls. So like you said, like you don't even know the people on the other end of the phone where if you are marketing your authentic self out there, all your fitness clients are probably going to come to you for real estate. Anybody who's even interested in fitness or when you get more into your family or thing, all the things that you have that make you you are going to bring people to you that you actually enjoy working with. And that's what, if you don't love your job, I mean, stop doing it, right? right. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, you hit it right there. 
Um, and I know you're brand, brand new, but right. so far since you've joined E3, I know we're like a week into coaching, but what have you done to set yourself up so far to def- start your real estate adventure? To start my real estate adventure was definitely getting more organized because there's constantly things happening all the time from meetings, client meetings, um, mentorship meetings. It was more of getting organized. And then so far what I've been working on is getting all my programs set up. So um, from follow-up bosses, from the programs that you guys are running to learning how to you know, um, work my way through those. And um, what was the other one? There was hatch training too as well. Mm. So you guys also offer, which I think is super beneficial, like a training on like how to talk and communicate with potential clients or anybody that you're meeting. Because sometimes, even for myself, I still freeze up. In the, in the gym, I'm super confident. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I know how to talk to people. It's like gym talk. Real estate talk and how to communicate is a little different. And that shows you like options of how you could present yourself to a potential client. Um, so that's been super beneficial and learning that as well as setting myself up with yourself. So Mari is actually my mentor. So she's guiding me through the process. And then we're setting up um, media platforms. So we're running like high, uh, we're running high on Facebook, YouTube, we're running Google, TikTok. We're trying to get tapped into that which was, we'll probably talk about TikTok in a little bit, <laughs> as well as Instagram. And we're just trying to launch into everything. So getting the base set up so once it's ready to get moving, we can just launch from there. Yeah, so my goal for you is you're busy training, learning about how to talk to people about real estate like you just mentioned. Right. And there's no doubt in my mind that you're going to be, fast forward a couple of years, that you're going to be just as comfortable talking about real estate as you are talking about Gym, the, like your gym talk, though right. it's going to be real estate talk and it's going to come to you just as naturally at that point. But by the, while you're learning all of this, I want your online presence to just be there. So as right. soon as you are comfortable talking about it, people are going to Google you. That's what people do today. Before people consider working with anybody, they search them online. And right. so I want you to have these conversations and then people go Google you and they see like he's everywhere. He is a realtor. And so that is the, my goal for you, um, especially because of your social media experience and kind of passion, I would say. I don't know yeah. if it's more so videography, but you do have a pretty big following on TikTok if you want to talk a little bit about that. And yeah. not just TikTok, but your Instagram videos are amazing also. So, I mean, you are so far advanced when it comes to videography and social media, which is why I really wanted to push you in that direction. Because once again, it's your authentic self. That's who you are. So let's just like put that on steroids and make it bigger. <laughs> right. Put it on steroids the right <laughs> way. Um, so to um, jump off of that one. So yeah, TikTok. So a couple years now, I think um, during the pandemic, everything happened and it was more of everybody was at home and staying home. I've always had an artistic side to myself. So I started creating rugs in my living room. And I started creating rugs, and I would watch a bunch of videos. And these rugs are custom rugs. So I was going to say, when you first told me, like before I saw your TikTok, sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. Well, you mentioned rugs to me, and I was like, what does he mean, rugs? So can you say a little bit about like what kind of rugs they are and how you're making them? Because that's the super yeah. interesting part. Absolutely. I need one. I need one. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get you set up with one. Um, so the rugs <laughs> are so yeah. cool. Sorry again. Yeah, the rugs aren't like a. It's not like a Persian rug or mm-hmm. something that's going to be that can last. But these rugs actually do last. But a Persian rug is just it's thicker. It's 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 uh, not as customized. I feel so the rugs I make are more customized characters. So from anime characters, Pokemon characters, um, Patagonian bears, situations like that. Um, it's just a custom art piece 
that I make through using monk's cloth. I use a, um, how do I say this? Um, a certain threading gun that threads my yarn through it. And I create these images that people send to me and I'm able to produce that into a rug. And I start, and I started creating those. And then I started uploading those videos onto TikTok. Of you making them? Of, the, of me making them. Also, I make like characters like uh, rappers and um oh yeah oh yeah, yeah so now I'm, it's all coming back to yeah, me yeah so yeah so like simpson characters rappers um i've had a huge blow up on a lot of videos it's been super fun one day it was and maybe a couple views maybe five or ten views on the first videos but it wasn't until like the third video fourth where it started picking up and then overnight it kind of just blew up oh my gosh three videos that <laughs> took you so long yeah, to get a so following yeah <laughs> Took me so long. Those rugs take a lot of time, but it took me so long. I guess long. that's true. Yeah, the rugs took a long time. <laughs> but most people takes like I don't know twenty videos minimum. Like I yeah. would say that's like the A plus plus student on average. Right. There was time where I didn't upload a video and I was just like, "Oh, this is not doing anything." Because I I kind of got really sad because I was like, "Well, I didn't get enough views. It didn't get enough likes. Like, oh, I'm gonna stop." But I just woke up in the morning. I was like, "No, I need to just post." Okay, good. Yeah, you need yeah, that mentality. Just post and just. Just get yourself out there because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You're doing it for yourself. You're just having fun. So I was just having fun. I was just posting. And then overnight, it went from 1,000 followers. It went to 5,000. And then at one weekend, it jumped up to 20,000. And then we hit a top like 40, 40K plus off of TikTok. And then I was able to create sales out of that, um, funnel everybody through Instagram. So I had an attached <laughs> Instagram page to that. And then that's where I would communicate and talk with everybody. TikTok, there's a constant, like, videos, comments always dropping. You always do your best to try to get to each comment, but there's so much to do. So I try to funnel it and um, make it easier to um, talk to them and communicate with my, with my audience. So that was the artwork. So I'm just laughing because if there's any realtors, I mean, any realtors who are listening to this who are familiar with social media are probably thinking, like, oh, my gosh, this guy's going to be just fine in real yeah. estate. Like, that, yeah, hopefully that's the plan. <laughs> I feel like I'll be fine. It's uh, I'm definitely surrounded by the right people, that's for sure. And I definitely have that go-getter mind and just constant hustle, constant movement, constant putting myself out there. Even though sometimes I feel like I shouldn't, I, sh I need to just lay back and just not upload videos and not work or just get into myself. I was like, no, you need to constantly be pushing, getting out of the comfort zone. And that's what I constantly keep doing. I'm trying. But I liked what you said because it's so important for everybody out there who's trying to gain anything from social media business-wise. But we live in a society where likes are so important, and they're really not. If you're trying to start a business, you do have to put yourself out there. Right. Going back to what I said earlier about being your authentic self, if you're putting yourself out there, you might not get 100 likes, but you might get three people who actually really like you and who you're really going to like back. And that's so much more powerful than having 100 likes of, you know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. It's it's. So you see some other posts that get like millions of likes and you're like, but are any of those people even that person's friend? Or like, right. do they connect on any way that's meaningful to their life? So I think you're doing it right. I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you, yeah. And um, to jump off that one, I also have the uh, Instagram. So my fitness post, fitness page, like sometimes, like you said, Oh, man, it's not enough likes, not enough views. But then sometimes I'll get a comment or a DM where it's like, hey, man, you're really inspiring. You're really, like, helping me out through a lot. Just that one comment, or just anything, you just never know. Like, they are watching. You're always being watched. Even though it's not that many views, like, somebody's watching. Yeah. Those 30 views, hey, you just made some 30 people's day. Like, it just, 
just constantly just keep working, putting yourself out there because you never know you're going to motivate somebody to do the same that's just been thinking, well, why, why haven't I done it yet? It's like, no, you can't do it. You just, you just got to start. And so how many followers do you have now or likes or whatever it is on TikTok? On TikTok, it's, that's still up. I think it's, I, last time I checked was 40K plus. It's probably jumped up since we've been talking. I'm not really sure. <laughs> but uh, it's up there. It's up and there. so I think like most people would probably take the easy way out and just switch over those 40K to real estate. But Angel has told me that he's actually planning on starting from scratch right. on TikTok for real estate. Is that still the plan? Uh, that is definitely still the plan. So <laughs> we'll we'll try to differentiate from like Rugs real estate. But I think at one point I'll probably like try to cross them over. So I know uh, actually, Mari, you brought up a great uh, opportunity. So like pro, for potential clients, when I sell, when I help them with their buyer seller process, that as a gift I would like to do is make a rug for them, and that way it's more personal. It's related to the house. It's related to like the process of going through it and just. I mean, if they have kids, if they want a certain like character rug, cartoons, anything. No, it's honestly perfect because when you're helping someone with real estate, if it's a couple, if it's a, whoever it is, you're talking to them in a group text for 30 days straight from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to sleep and you really get to know them. Right. And so a huge part of what's going to make them remember you is a gift that if you put thought into it. So like there's a book called Giftology. If anyone wants to read it, it's awesome. But you should never give food or anything to people for a gift that they're just going to throw away. And a lot of realtors will just put like a bottle of champagne. They drink that champagne and it's gone. Right. So I'm a huge gift person. Well, actually, I hate receiving gifts, but I love giving gifts. And so I personalize all of my gifts like that too. But I think that'll be so cool if you can get to know them and create a rug. Like, and it's going to be on their floor, even if they put it like at their back door. Are they indoor rugs or outdoor or both? They can be both. Like and even it, if they put it yeah. somewhere, like they're going to see it all the time. And then people come to their house and they are going to comment on it. And they're going to say, my realtor gave that to me. Isn't that so cool? He's so thoughtful. You should work with him. Right. Yeah. And I just want to be that little piece in the house. Like Exactly. Yeah, just a little piece. <laughs> no, that's, that's so cool. I'm, I'm really excited to see how you bring fitness, rugs, and real estate together. Uh, me too. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm excited. Um. So... As you start building your online presence, which is what we are working on, and it's supposed to be done by Friday, so we'll right. be working on new things very soon. Soon, yeah. <laughs> what are your goals for your first real, your first year in real estate? My first, uh, so my first year in real estate is, like you said, getting all the platforms set up, making sure it's secure, but also creating um, a huge presence in the social media aspect, where where you're constantly, people are seeing my face regardless. It's just coming up and they're just like oh that's angel mm -hmm. like oh i just saw him on i just saw him on my phone how's this <laughs> happening yep and i just want to be tapped into everything um our goals is probably selling um hopefully helping individuals so getting up to eight or ten houses this year and helping my family giving them the information giving my friends the information on a solid point where i can be like no this is solidified this is solid information i know this this is what we do and this is how we do it and this is what we're going to do now. Yeah. And this is what we do. Do you have any fears starting out in real estate or about what the next year looks like? Always. There's always going to be a fear. Um, let's see. A couple would be making sure I'm giving, getting the right, not making sure I'm giving the right information because I'm putting my name out there and putting mm -hmm. my, persona out there, putting everything out there on the line and making sure that people reciprocate it back. And it's getting, it's getting 
how do I say this? It's getting crossed. Yeah. Over like. So a real estate transaction is the biggest purchase people make in their lives. So it's super important that they have someone who has the accurate information. And information is changing all the time, but we will definitely make sure that you are informed. So we do market updates and not just numbers, but what's happening with the economy. Is there going to be a market crash? Because you'll you'll learn very soon that the number one thing you'll hear people tell you is they're waiting for the market to crash or the market's crashing soon. And we'll keep telling you, that's not happening for at least five years. And if it does, you'll know, but you'll, you're always going to have the correct information. So, but I, that's, that's such a valid fear to have. And most realtors don't even have that fear. They're like, I don't care. I'm going to I'm just going to spit a bunch of bullshit out to these people buy houses. So I love that. Like that's such a good fear because it shows that you actually care. I generally care. Yes, absolutely. For everything. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And making sure, because like you said, People are putting their livelihoods on the line, giving that important information. I just want to be the person that they can trust with it. Um, fear is creating that trust with them. Like, I just want to let them know, like, hey, we can help. Well, I always say this, and I know it's, like, such an old school, like, saying. Um, but I always say, like, just keep your head down and do the right thing. Right. Be honest. Keep Like, even when I'm facing a crazy situation, I'm like, keep your head down and do the right thing, and it's going to turn out great. So right. I have faith that you will do that. Um, so the next time you're on this show, which I don't know when that will be, but what are you hoping that we'll be talking about at that point? Like, what are your huge, huge accomplishments that you're hoping to get to? Uh, huge accomplishments that I'm hoping to get to would be um, securing those those sales, securing those clients, building a solid client platform, um, building solid relationships where now we're not just clients, we're friends we're hanging out, we're spending time with, with each other. I'm, we're checking in on each other. Like, yeah, I helped you sell, sell a home, but hey, I wanna still be a part of your life if that's okay with you. Like, I still wanna be there if you have any questions with anything, even real estate, life, family. Um, definitely building solid connections would be a huge goal of mine and meeting like, like, like-minded individuals and constantly just progressing. Yeah. No, it, it actually is the coolest thing because, like I said, you are talking to these people from morning to night for 30 days, sometimes longer depending on the situation, but you really do get to know them and they do become your friends. You're working and you'll see this as soon as you start to get busy, but you're talking to your clients more than you're talking to your friends and your family. And so you know more about these people that you just met on a closer level. And I've met some, one of my best friends now is like, and she's probably, she's one of my favorite people I've ever met in the entire world. I helped her buy her house maybe a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. So a year and a half ago, and I can say she's one of my best friends and one of the best people I've ever met. Like I just adore her. She's amazing. Um, I'll have to bring her on one day, but maybe you can bring one of your clients that you build that relationship with too on one day. Yeah, hopefully soon. Well, yeah, no, like you said it earlier, we're in the business of changing lives. So from fitness to real estate, I think you're going to be a huge asset to this industry. So thank you so much for joining us. And I really look forward to working with you. Same, Mari. Thank you so much. And thank you, E3. And yeah, thanks for having me. Until next time. Yep. Hey, everyone. Hope you're doing well today. Please check out my podcast on Million Dollar Listening at E3 Realty. Hope you enjoy. It's like a can't miss.